1: okay hello everyone and welcome to the show so today we have with us rebecca whitman who helps overwhelmed women go from burnt out to balanced beautiful and abundant and rebecca is also the director of admissions at children's acting school women's coach owns a health and wellness business and owns several real estate properties oh there's a lot going on here well <laughs> thank you for coming us. thank you for joining us rebecca welcome to the show
2: Thank you so much for having me, Mark. I'm thrilled to be here.
1: Oh, well, thank you so much. Look, can you expand a little bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business? And yeah, who is it that you truly love to work with?
2: I launched my business about five years ago. Uh, My dad asked me to write a book as his dying wish. And I had no idea what I was going to write about. I was sitting in my financial planner's office. I had a divorce and my dad's death within a week of each other. And he said, you are having your best financial year ever, despite losing your dad in your marriage. And I think you should write a book. So I wrote a book called how to make a six figure income working part time. I divided life in the book into seven key areas, which I call my seven pillars of abundance. I started lecturing on the book and before I knew it, people wanted me to coach them So I would say I officially launched my coaching business in 2020, and I have probably five to 10 one-on-one clients, but it's taking up a lot of my time. And Mm. I do have, as you mentioned, three other businesses. Uh, You didn't mention uh, I am director of admissions of a children's acting school. I also own real estate. I also own a health and wellness business in addition to my coaching So I would like to have group coaching so Mm. I can leverage my time and reach more people with my mission of empowering people to go from burned out to balanced, beautiful and abundant. And I would like uh, more leads so that I can have group coaching classes instead of one on one clients.
1: Mm. Beautiful. So, hey, wearing all the hats, juggling all the things. There's so much there to unpack uh but with your coaching which it sounds like this is where your passion is this is yeah. what's sort of growing and what's building and it's super super interesting so tell me about your your perfect clients tell me about the women that come to you what where are they what are they looking for when they first come to you
2: yeah the women that i'm looking for are stuck They're either stuck in a dead end job that offers them no joy and they don't know how to get out. And they are also, they could also be or either or be stuck in a dead end relationship or just stuck in their love life. I have two major programs. One is called Create Your Six Figure Side Hustle, and that is to help women leave their dead end job, or if they love their job, they can create an extra income stream. So either way, I help women take their passion to profit and I help them launch Mm -hmm. a business. And the second, uh, program is for women who feel stuck in their love life and they want to ignite their love life and manifest their soulmate in seven simple steps. So those are the two, uh, clients that would love to have me as a coach they're feeling stuck
1: okay so let's talk about the the hurdles the barriers those first things that always hold us back that okay they've been able to overcome something or have this desire to work with you but what is what do you find time and time again is the first hurdle the first barrier that one thing that you need to help them to overcome or see or be aware of when they first come to you
2: The first barrier is their limiting belief. They have an old story, an old paradigm that is holding them back. For example, as far as creating a six-figure side hustle, they could say, I don't have time. I don't have money to invest in coaching. I just, whatever, I've tried a bunch Mm -hmm. of businesses and they never work. Or for their love life, they could be saying, you know, all the good guys are already taken uh, internet dating is BS. I, uh, I'm unlucky in love. So those are examples of some limited beliefs. So the first hurdle is to find the limiting belief. So I like to call it the four A's of change. The first A is awareness. I have a limiting belief. Let's figure out what it is. Is The next A is acceptance. Okay. I've had this limiting belief probably since I was a kid The third A is action. What am I going to do despite my limiting belief? Even if you think all the good guys are already taken, you can still date. And then the fourth A is affirmation. How can I rewire my brain by affirming what I want? So for example, if they say all the good guys are already taken, every time they say that, I would flip that limiting belief into an affirmation and say, there are plenty of men out there that would love to have me as a soulmate. So that is, those are what I call the four A's of change.
1: Mm. Okay. So how are these, these four A's of change, how are these specifically helped you? Because becoming a coach, starting this business, normally it comes from such a personal place, which is a blessing and a curse because, all oh, there's desire to help someone to not go through what we went through or to really help other people. So I want to hear about your personal story. How is this, how did this help you or how has this evolved over, over time to create this, the business and, and the, the coaching that, that you do?
2: Well, what we talked about, Mark, before we hit record is I'm a recovering perfectionist and I would say the four A's of change applied to me are A, awareness, that I am a recovering perfectionist. So I had to be aware, wow, I am really harsh on myself. I talk to myself in a very unkind way and I'm constantly what I call shitting on myself. And when I use the words could have, would have, and should have, those are all words that are beating myself up. So I took those words out of my vocabulary. So if you're listening take would've, could've, and should've out of your vocabulary because they are words that we use to beat ourselves up. So the first one is awareness. The second A is acceptance. Okay. I'm a perfectionist. It has gotten me some results. I mean, I did graduate from Princeton University with honors. I was a nationally ranked tennis player. It had, you know, it helped me achieve, you know, being a real estate owner by the time I was 36 in Southern California, which is a very expensive real estate market. So there are some positives that came out of being a perfectionist and accept that, okay, it got me this far. Uh, The fourth A is action. How can I act differently so I can start talking to myself the same way I would talk to a best friend, the same way I would talk to a beloved relative, the same way I would talk to even a pet, because I'm a dog person. You met my dog before we hit record. How would I talk to my pet? So when I take a different action and talk to myself differently, I start to get different results. And then the fourth A, affirmation, is when I feel myself beating myself up, Being a perfectionist, I have an affirmation that I would love to share with your audience because it's helped me out a lot. It is, I am enough. I have enough. I am willing to set myself free. And that is an example of how I use the four A's in my life to overcome my own perfectionism.
1: Nice. So what was it about this? What was it that made this your business? Why did you like... Because of the the, the the wide variety that you've of businesses that you do, and yes, I mean we can talk about perfectionism. it, it helps you get to the points. It's it's been glorified. It's been it, it's part of the double edged sword. It what goes to where you are, but also it's, it probably is something that's holding you back. So yeah. to be to know this and understand this and love this, and also to do a business based on this. Oh my gosh, there's there's a lot in that. So what was it about this kind of work? That you're like, yeah, this is this is where I want to go.
2: Yeah, I didn't think I would be a coach. I moved to L.A. 22 years ago to be an actress and I had small parts on big shows like Friends, CSI and 24, and I wanted to reach people with my acting, but I didn't get that big break and I have always been a very dynamic person a communicator, a talker, just loving to lift people up and inspire people. And since I couldn't do it with my acting, I found that when I was doing my book launch parties, people were really getting inspired by my talks. And I was like, wow, I can use all those acting classes and all those skills that I wanted to channel into my acting career Mm -hmm. to empower people and lift people up as a coach or as a speaker or as a podcaster. So that is when I made my shift and I really believe that your life begins when your first dream dies and it's so funny cuz I've been going on so many podcasts as saying, you know, I've relinquished my dream of being an actor and now I have a new agent. <laughs> so who knows what's going to happen with it, but I I really want to just lift people up and I feel that coaching is a great way to do that.
1: Mm. Something you said there, so again, there's, there's more more of your experience. We can take all these skills, traits, experiences and pack them all together. How can being you know, an actor really help you as a coach? How can you know, excelling in the real estate business actually help you as a coach? There's all these little nuggets and tips you can take from it. But also, let's turn on its head a little bit because you've kind of given up on your dream of, of, of making it in the acting world. However, you've got yourself a you. new agent i'm like hold on okay cool so what is truly going on with all these things is it what's what's the driver for you is it a desire that you're looking for is it the playful nature is it the creativity what is the one thread that holds all these things together
2: impact it's impact reaching people through creativity or through speaking or through my podcast, it's impact. It's, you know, the butterfly effect, a butterfly that flaps his wings, you know, can affect something across the world. So yeah, I want to have, I want to have impact.
1: So that means an awful lot of different things to different people. So what does that, what does that actually mean to you?
2: It means affecting change for the better, improving people's lives, teaching people when they think of what they learned from me, they feel better about themselves and about life.
1: Mm. Beautiful. Now, we're also on the <laughs> the Unforget Yourself show. So I want to hear about the impact selfishly, oh. How is it going to impact you? Where's the personal impact?
2: Yeah, sure. I want to have more financial freedom. I want to set myself up for retirement. I want to make money in my sleep and also use that money to set up my family, to give to charity, to just have an abundance. You know, I'm the magnetic abundance mentor, because I don't believe in scarcity. I believe we live in abundance universe. So how can I manifest more abundance in all seven areas? You know, my seven areas of abundance are spirituality, fitness, emotions, romance, mental, social, and financial. I would like to have maximum abundance in all seven areas of life.
1: Mm okay so with your with those seven areas and there's a lot there it's love to simplify it and see these core areas makes it simple to see what we need to focus on so where is it right now that as you as you go through this a different pace that your clients but as you go through your seven core areas where is it that that needs your focus that needs your attention that is there's maybe holding things up for you whether it's spiritually physically mentally emotionally
2: yeah that's a great question I feel like there are certain areas that myself uh and everyone are doing well at and we're at a level 10 and there's certain areas that probably need support so I would say for me uh my mindset as far as, like I said, being more compassionate with myself, Mm -hmm. it is a a daily practice and a daily discipline to not go into perfectionism. Um, And then financial, you know, I would love to make more money. I am in the beginning stages of my business where I'm working harder than my financial returns are showing. And I know that that's part of building any business. And eventually you I will work less. And then my financial returns will be way more than I'm working. But I I feel like I'm in the stage where I'm, you know, pushing the boulder up the hill. And it's taking all my effort and energy. And then once I get it up the hill, it'll have momentum going down. But I am like shoulder to the boulder, like pushing it up the hill. And it's requiring. Yeah. A lot of effort and focus and energy. So definitely financial.
1: Oh my gosh, that's beautifully put because I mean this this overnight success that we often see crumbs it, it takes five to ten years. That's let's be completely honest. We don't see what happens yeah. behind the scenes. And yeah. to be consistent, to bring some more play into our business, to be just to keep fucking going. That is, yeah. that is it. Whether it's mentally Emotionally, financially, can you keep going? Have that belief, have that faith, have the longevity. Yes. That is probably the one thing that we've seen throughout Unforget Yourself from our clients, from guests on the podcast, everyone we've met. It is that consistency. Oh my yes. word. And that's, there's nothing special with that, but it's how you tap into that for yourself. So as you understand this and you see this, how does this come into play for you in terms of in terms of business? In terms of what does it look like when things are hard? Because it sounds like yeah. it's a season that you're in. It's not always going to be the way, and maybe it, maybe yeah. you're in a, you've gone through a couple of seasons already with your business as you've grown, as you've changed, as you've become the coach that you are. So, wh- how is this all this kind of showing up for you? Where is it? Where is it tough? Yeah,
2: Sometimes. I mean- like this summer, it was really tough. I probably had um twenty what I call breakthrough calls and and then I didn't get any clients. And I, I poured myself into people. They got their breakthrough because I give a free breakthrough call. Yeah. They connected with me. They loved me. I loved them. And they just, you know, for whatever reason, uh did not invest. And then right after that season ended in the fall, I did like two breakthrough calls and they both signed up. So it's like, it's a numbers game. So when I am not getting the numbers, it's just having faith that I am a good coach. I really care about people. I know how to connect. I know how to help people. I've Mm. helped people, many, many people. I've helped people make $300,000. I've helped, you know, people release weight, get over depression, meet their soulmate. Like I've helped so many people. So it's proof of concept. I know I can help people. And, um, so when it's, when it's tough, I just know that it's a numbers game and have faith that I do know how to help people and I want to help people and I will continue to help people. And I really like the Rumi quote, what you seek is seeking you know, my soulmate clients are out there. They just uh, haven't found me yet. And that's why I continue to be on podcasts like this one and speak wherever I can so that my soulmate clients can find me. Yeah.
1: I want to just tap in a little bit more into that situation because so many entrepreneurs will feel that the 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 sales game it's just a numbers game there's yeah there's a lot in that but we can go through these obviously we talk about the roller coaster so much on this show but it's true you get into that dip and magically something changes and you come out of it there are some details in there somewhere if you can unearth them so if i can shift that perspective just for a moment what if it's not a numbers game yeah, numbers are there that's a result of what if what if it's an energetic game so
2: yeah i believe that
1: pinpoint what what was different what was different about those two breakthrough calls that was different from yourself i'm not talking about logic here fuck yeah, the logic I... that's not gonna help
2: what was different about the two breakthrough calls i I had an attitude of, uh, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to get nothing to get, just listen, connect, and, and then just make an offer with, I was more detached from it and, uh, just more, yeah, just more like, if I can help you, great. If not, I want to just serve you in the next 30 minutes on this call and just, Yeah, I'd say I was more energetically because I feel like I was very heart connected on all the calls. Um, Mm. I would say just more like detached about whether we work together or not. It's my sincere desire to serve you.
1: Yeah. So you felt that slight difference, maybe a slight detachment in the latter ones that started to magically, spiritually Things changed. Things shifted.
2: They, they did. They did. And I have a um a women's circle on Tuesdays at 12 Pacific. And it's free. It's something that I do just to give back and create communi- community. And it's starting to shift as well. More people are coming. And the circle is more powerful. And mm. where the shift is there is I am starting it with a guided meditation and really energetically setting the tone for the hour and it's starting to be more powerful as well. And I I know that when I keep doing that more and more people are going to be attracted to that women's circle. So yeah, it's, I agree with you, Mark. It's it's, it is a numbers game to an extent, but it's also an energetic.
1: Yeah. If everything's just energy, money, money, made up. It's just energy. If everything is energetic, if everything has this this connection, though, sometimes we can prove, sometimes we can't. Ah, oh, the power of the proof of science, bring these both into. Then, crumbs, then we can play with this. So can I put this on to you? So with where you're going, you know you want to create more of an impact, build your business, get more clients, build a group out of one-on-one, starts to help more and more people. The indirect impact you're going to have is so much greater Where can you bring a little bit more play into the areas of your business, whether it's leads, sales, fulfillment, whatever? If you can bring some more play into one of those areas or a couple, where would that be and what is the impact that it could have for you?
2: I agree. Uh, Play is the opposite of perfectionism because perfectionism is like so harsh and serious, so Playfulness is the antidote, so I appreciate you bringing that to light. Um, I would say having more fun, like when I'm doing my social media, I uh, yeah. just just doing it for the joy of doing it without being results oriented. It's funny. I I live in LA, and I was driving on the uh, Pacific Coast Highway to do like a healing session with a shaman. And I saw a dolphin jump out of the water and do a few flips and jump back in. And that dolphin was such a lesson to me because the dolphin was jumping out of the ocean and flipping around and having so much fun, not because the dolphin wanted a fish or accolades or an audience, just for the joy of being alive and just because it's fun for the dolphin to jump out of the ocean and do twirls and flips. And I was like, what if I could have that attitude in my life, like not be so results oriented and just have more joy and just being alive and having these beautiful connections with people and having more playfulness and more fun. How would that shift everything in my life? And I think of that dolphin flipping through the ocean often as an example of exactly what you're saying, Mark, that having a playful attitude, it just, it brings more joy to life. And that makes you more magnetic, which is why my coaching title is the magnetic abundance mentor, because Mm. when you're having play and joy, people are just drawn to that because I think we're all just big little kids and we all just want to play and have fun. And when we see someone who is holding that vibration of playfulness and joy, we're just like, I want to play with that person.
1: Be more dolphin. Absolutely. What a what a be good way to end this episode. Be be more dolphin. So this crumbs with your with with the sales calls, with your outreach, with your expanding group to bring even more play into this without looking at and this, this here's the fine line that we challenge sometimes without looking at the results the results are important that's kind of the reason why we're doing it we can the natural laws we can overcorrect oh my gosh we can complicate this and overcorrect not look at the results at all but to bring us back into the right place the right kind of balance but to always lead with fun and play How many dolphins do you reckon would see that one be like, oh my gosh, that looks like fun. Can I come with you? Yes, you can. Come on. That's that's the energy. Be more dolphin. Rebecca. Exactly. this, This is so much fun. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing.
2: Thank you so much, Mark, for having me on the show. This has been an amazing conversation.
1: I've really enjoyed it. And hey, look, if people want to find out more about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you?
2: Yes, uh, you can find me on my website, RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com. And on my website, you can take a quiz to see which of your seven areas of life are in and out of alignment. And you can also find me on Linktree, which I'm going to give Mark. I have all kinds of cool things there. I'm doing virtual summits, international retreats, domestic retreats, all kinds of fun things, challenges, like there's so much there for you to participate in and learn about it's all on my link tree link so mm. uh, mark will share that in the show and of course if you want to find me online you can find me on instagram threads twitter at rebecca e whitman
1: there we go everyone please check it out and it's it's more like a choose your own adventure there are so many entry points find the one that's right for you and damn it enjoy it right
2: yes enjoy, enjoy it Beautiful. yes
1: no hey, rebecca thank you so much for being here it's been it's been so much fun.